Hello and welcome back to the Libraries and Weight Rooms podcast. My name is DJ Ligori and welcome to episode number 57. Very happy that you have decided to listen to this today because I think today's episode will be able to help you almost immediately. Because if you're afraid of something, I think today's episode will really help because it helped me instantly. And what I want to do today is I want to walk us through a fear exercise that I kind of created on my own based upon what I was afraid of. And it made me feel completely different about what I thought I was afraid of. So before I dive into it, everybody has something that they are afraid of, whether this is fear of failure, fear of not achieving their dreams, fear of not finding their soulmate, fear of disappointing their parents, fear of not living up to their expectations, not only their own expectations, but maybe their loved one's expectations, right? We have so many different fears in our life, and it's really our decision of what we want to be afraid of. And fear is really kind of like projecting a negative outcome that then makes us feel a certain way. So you can have fear if you are possibly about to start a sporting event or maybe about to give a talk or give a speech, or maybe you have to go do something. Maybe you want to break up with your partner, or maybe you want to ask out somebody, right? Fear is something that we create internally that then makes us feel negative emotions, such as stress, anxiety, uncertainty, doubt. Yet I've heard time and time again that fear is really an illusion because fear is something that we create and we project Yet, I remember the times when I've been afraid to give a speech, yet I end up nailing the speech, and at the end, I'm not afraid about it at, at all. What was the difference between the time before the speech and after the speech? Nothing. I'm still the same person, yet I was projecting a certain outcome, and that projection actually ended up making me feel afraid. So I remember when I was younger, I used to hate scary movies. And still to this day, it's kind of funny, I still hate scary movies. I do not like them because they're scary as shit, all right? And I don't like being afraid of these nasty, grotesque movies that these people make and they freak me out, right? I don't really like them that much. I'll watch them, like if somebody really wants to watch that, watch it, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it with them because typically watching movies with your friends like makes it better. But still, they scare the shit out of me and I, I absolutely do not enjoy them. I remember when I was younger, like going to the movies and as like a teenager was like the cool thing to do as you were like growing up. And especially if there were like girls going, you're like, oh, this is the first time I get to like go hang out outside of like, you know, your parental uh, supervision with like girls and people. And like you'd go with like a group of friends to the movies. Well, I remember they were always like, let's go see these, this scary movie. And in my head, I'm like, no, I'm like, no, I don't want to see that movie at all. But peer pressure would always get to me. I would buy the movie ticket. I'd go in and I'd like wear a hood or a hat and I just would barely watch any of this movie. And the scenes I did watch would scare the hell out of me and I hated it. (laughs) I absolutely hated it. Yet when I got exposed to this this idea of fear a a couple of weeks ago, I I started kind of breaking this down. I actually broke it down in an email and this is where my, my perspective really kind of blew out. Scary movies are literally just pixels that are organized in a certain pattern that are then aligned with audio that then produce one image at a time. That image is then relayed over and over and over again to produce video, which then produces a certain feeling in you. Isn't that weird? 
Think about that. Pixels just organized in a certain pattern, aligned with audio, create one image. That image is then relayed over and over and over again, which then produces a movie, which then produces the, the fear that I felt every single time. So when I broke it down into like that simplistic form, it made me think, all right, fear really is just what I'm creating. Fear really is an illusion or a projection. So then I thought about like these real fears that I had in my life. And in order to prove this or to kind of outline this exercise, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually use my top fear in my life, which is not fulfilling my dreams. Because I have a lot of dreams and goals and aspirations that I want to fulfill. I have certain people that I want to meet and develop meaningful, lifelong relationships with. I have certain areas of the world I want to travel to. I have certain impacts I want to create, certain creative projects I want to bring to fruition, and certain activities and moments and memories that I want to create. And when I really think about the magnitude of them and, and the impact that I truly believe they can have, it freaks me out sometimes. It stresses me out. It, it, it makes me fearful, and this is something that I'm, I'm working on daily. Right? This is something that I've talked with multiple uh, group coaching sessions with people when we talk about the thing that's really stressing us out or, or that we're really afraid of, and this is what I say, not fulfilling my dreams. So what I want to do is I want to walk us through this exercise with that being the fear. And there's one simple, small thing that you can do that will completely change the way that fear feels in you. Here's what you do. You can write this down on a sheet of paper, or you can just have this go in your head. At the top of a, a piece of paper or in your head, write down, I am afraid of. Think of two to three things that you're afraid of. Make these raw. Make these really deep. This is what is truly fearful in your life. Pick one of those fears as your number one fear. This is the thing that can keep you up at night. This is the thing that can cause you overwhelming feelings and sensations of stress, anxiety, doubt, and uncertainty. Pick that one painful fear. Now, what you do is you create a fear statement. So you say, I am afraid of, and then put that fear right after that statement. So for this example, using my fear, I am afraid of not fulfilling my dreams. Just saying that kind of instills some emotion. All right. So there's your fear statement. Now, here's the one thing you can do to completely change the way this feels in your life. Put a question mark at the end of that statement. Me just reading it from an audio standpoint of you listening to it right now, here's how this sounds. I am afraid of not fulfilling my dreams. That's the statement. Here's what it sounds like now. I'm afraid of not fulfilling my dreams? 
Did that sound and feel different? Did that have a different connection internally to you when, when I said that? I know when I said it, it sounds almost like, like I'm, I'm like, really? That's what I'm afraid of? Yet it's a, it's a very real fear. And, and, I'm, and I'm thinking there might even be people listening to this that have that similar fear. Yet when you put that question mark at the end of that statement, something happens. Questions leave the answer up to interpretation. So I'll give you an example. If I was to say, what is a hot weather temperature? Somebody might say 80 degrees. Somebody might say, yeah, that, that's hot. Somebody might say, no way. Right? The person who says no way lives in Florida. They think 80 is completely average. And they say 100 degrees is hot. People say, yeah, that's pretty hot. Then a person says, no way. That person lives in Las Vegas. They think 100 degrees is average. They think 120 is hot. Right? So when you have that question mark, you then leave your answers up to interpretation. And when you leave answers up to interpretation, because we all have different answers to different questions, some, some questions might have more stable answers, yet the majority of questions do not have one answer to it. When we put that question mark, what it does is it provides agitation to the concrete answer the answer that it typically might be. So when I say, I am afraid of not fulfilling my dreams, what that does is it agitates the typical answer that somebody might use to answer that question. Because I don't believe in myself. Because I don't have the resources. All these other answers that you could come up with, what it does is it starts to question all of those. Wait, so you're saying you don't have enough resources to make your dreams come true. So now you're questioning these possible answers. So when you provide this, this unstable foundation to what you thought was your fear, what it does is it releases that tension of the belief that it actually might be your fear. Because that question mark is so powerful in disrupting what we thought was the answer, that we might start to say, all right, am I, am I truly afraid of this? Like, is, is there some solutions or some pieces of awareness or knowledge that I just might not know yet that could help alleviate this fear from my life? See, questions, people forget about this all the time. And frankly, I, I do as well, because this is such a powerful concept to realize. What's more valuable? Questions or answers. Now, this is kind of a, a trick question in a trick question because there can be complete, inter, you know, you can interpret this the way you want, but think of it this way before you really have your, your answer. Don't all answers start with a question first? So, in order to truly find your answers, regarding what you're afraid of or what you're not afraid of, there needs to be a question first. So if you put the question mark on the end of that fear statement, it leads to answers. Now, the way you decide to, choose to answer that question, I'm afraid of not fulfilling my dreams, you can choose to answer all the reasons why you're not afraid of it. Yet what if you chose the other? 
path? What if you chose to answer that question with all of the reasons of how you could overcome it? All of the opportunities, the resources, the people, the mentors, the coaches that you truly have in your life, the inspiration, the creativity that you can actually use to conquer that fear. See, now that's a choice right there. There's a choice to believe that this question mark fear experiment would help alleviate the actual fear in your life. Now, there's people who are going to be like, no, nah, this is bullshit. I'm still afraid of it. That's okay. Go ahead. Be afraid of it still. But if this is something that you really want to actually solve, try putting a question mark at the end of it and just see the way it feels in your body when you say it. And then see where your thinking goes regarding the agitation of the typical answers and the opening of new possible empowering answers. See, questions provide clarity, just very, very similar to what we talked about last week. And when we have that clarity, we're then going to act faster. We're then going to be more motivated. We're then going to be more disciplined. Imagine if you applied action, motivation, and discipline to conquering your fears. You'd be fucking unstoppable. If you kept asking yourself questions around the things that were holding you back, like fear, which leads to stress, which leads to anxiety, which leads to uncertainty and doubt, and all the negative emotions that we're all trying to avoid, is it possible that you might find more answers and more solutions? So I urge you to try this exercise out, right? Think of the one thing you're afraid of. I am afraid of blank. And then slap a question mark at the end of that and see where your thinking goes. See how it feels and see what new pieces of awareness might possibly start to slip into your mind around relieving that fear in your life or at least managing it better. All right, guys, I hope this exercise helped. I know when I did it for the first time, it made me completely question fear and the things that were starting that, that bothered me. And I'm hoping that it possibly could do the same for you. So give it a shot. And if there's somebody in your life who is truly fearful right now of something or they're going through something that is freaking them the hell out, have them do this exercise just to see if this might help. Right? This is a great exercise to change your thinking around what you think you are afraid of. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Episode number 57. We will talk to you guys soon. See ya.